set. Places, everybody. And action. Hi guys, you're listening to Black Girl Film Club, a podcast where two black women discuss movies. I'm Brittany. And I'm Ashley. And this is a very special rough cut. Um, today we're going to be discussing May, December from 2023, directed by Todd Haynes. As with rough cuts, we kind of just go through our initial thoughts and reactions to a film that is either currently in theaters or in this case, um, recently uh, released via um, streaming on Netflix. So we know that not everyone has had the opportunity to watch it before discussing it on the show. So we're keeping that in mind. Try not to get too much into spoilers. Um, But as you guys know, if you've ever listened to the show, we like talking and, you know, some key plot elements may show up. Yeah. I mean, you can always just go watch it first before you consume this episode (laughs) yeah it's not we won't hold it against you but yeah we're just gonna be kind of uh fresh impressions not too too much research because um I mean I have a general idea of everything (laughs) backstory wise and all that stuff but yeah not like our regular episodes for sure uh this was in theaters I did not get to see it in theaters like I actually wanted to and then I waited too late and then found out everything it was about and I was like well shit (laughs) So, uh, yeah, got to watch it on Netflix like everybody else. Um, and I know plenty of people who don't have Netflix who have watched this as well. So the the options are out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will not encourage anything particular, but the options are out there. Uh, before we get into this, though, we should say we were going to watch something fun and special for the holidays. But, you know, I think Brittany turned in her, her stand card. Uh, finally, after 30-something years. <laughs> after a lifetime. After a whole lifetime, she said, Eddie, I can't do it. So <laughs> we I wasn't wasn't ready to, to trace down Candy Cane Lane. She wasn't ready to go skipping down Candy Cane Lane. I haven't watched it either. I haven't watched any Christmas, anything. I just have not been in the mood uh, for it. Not that I'm not in the mood for Christmas and getting things. And shiny things as well. I just am not in the mood for like, I don't know. I always watch the holiday is chill, good old fashioned, um, meet cutes, dude laws, crying. I mean, it's a banger and I watch it every year, but I just have not felt the the spirit move me just yet. So we have not, um, we're not bringing you any holiday cheer this year. No, we are not. <laughs> this is not a cheerful holiday movie in nope. any sense no nope. um and honestly before we even start we will have to say that this film a trigger warning for it um it is a story about childhood sexual abuse that's what it's about um so this is a very delicate topic um we're not going to say absolutely go watch this film because it can be triggering um so we just want to let everybody know what's up. Yeah. Abuse of all forms, I feel like. Yeah. From multiple people, people acting out, emotional stuntedness, all the things uh, that make a great December watch. So, so yeah, uh, you know, we'll get into like what it's about and all that stuff. But definitely, girl, just 
hold on to your butts, I guess. It's it was a lot. It was a whole lot. Um, so I mean, what inspired this this episode? Because Brittany texted me and she was like, "We have to do an emergency episode, an emergency episode." So it was like on her heart. <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to talk about this movie. I wanted to talk about it with Ashley. Um, because the first time I watched it, I watched it on the night that it was released because I couldn't sleep. And I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. I'll watch it. Um, and it has stuck with me mm-hmm. since. Um, I was heartbroken watching it. Like I felt, I felt for the young man in the movie and his life and his experience. Um, Joe, um, who's played by Charles Nelton, his like Charles Nelson's performance was just it made my heart ache and it stuck with me and I was like we have to talk about it and I also had a similar experience with another one of Todd Haynes movies Safe um which is from I believe like 1995 um and that is a film that has stayed with me since the night that I watched it again another movie I watched at like one o'clock in the morning (laughs) and it just couldn't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say from the couple films from Todd Haynes that I've watched, they're really effective. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what, you know, had me texting Ashley, like, Ashley, we just got to talk about it. Um, <laughs> just so, just so I can work through my thoughts with this film. That's kind of the inspiration for this episode. So like we said, it's a rough cut just to give initial reactions and just have a conversation and discussion about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I don't think I would realized that I've seen a lot of Todd Haynes's movies because I'm looking at his filmography right now. I just watched Poison the, like a couple weeks ago. I did not like it, but I watched it mainly because it's like kind of part of the new queer cinema canon um i haven't watched safe yet i've seen velvet gold mine i've seen far from heaven i think i talked about that a little bit when we watched um imitation of life because it kind of draws from that and all the heaven allows stars rock hudson um i've also seen i think i've seen i'm not there part of it I don't think it really did anything for me because I don't know jack shit about Bob Dylan and I'm very indifferent to him I'm so sorry if you're a Dylan fan and Carol of course I think is pretty uh much like the new gay Christmas movie sad Christmas movie uh because I love Kate Blanchett and then I watched uh, the Velvet Underground on Apple Plus it's just a documentary about the band I love a good band documentary so um uh yeah I these are very different movies <laughs> I would say mm-hmm. none of these movies kind of like I mean I'm sure there's like some some correlation that I just haven't like figured out because I've seen all these movies at very different points of my life uh and I don't really know a lot about Todd himself so I can't really give you like you know, what's going on up there. I've watched a couple of interviews from this press tour and it's all kind of interesting because no one's really saying what the movie's about. <laughs> so it's kind of all like, everybody's kind of tiptoeing around it, which I was like, okay. But um, yeah, I haven't seen Safe yet, but it looks interesting. And I feel like, I don't know, I just want to, I'd have to like probably like sit with all his movies to kind of really get 
the full feel, but I know he loves like kind of a, a melodrama um, a little bit, especially with Far From Heaven. Um, Cause it kind of shares, I feel like it shares a lot with this maybe, but it's not necessarily a queer story. It's um, about a woman that falls in love with Dennis Habert. <laughs> She's a, a white woman in the 50s falling in love with her black gardener and her husband, Dennis Quaid, is in the closet. So that's a lot going, a lot going on. My friend was like in high school, was like, you have to watch this movie. And I was like, girl, what? <laughs> For what? I'm 16. <laughs> like, I don't care about this. But I mean, it was good. But I just was like, that's so random. And I think that was the first movie of his that I think I actually watched. But yeah, um. I guess no more tiptoeing around what it's about. We should talk about what it's about. Uh, so if you are young, if you live under a rock in the 90s, there is a lady. Actually, there are two famous, few famous white ladies because I always confuse this white lady with the white lady who cut her husband's dick off. That's Lorena Bobbitt. I always mm -hmm. confuse them too. This lady, Mary Kay Letourneau, was infamous because she has started basically assaulting her uh student I believe was it a student yeah yeah so she was his kid student he was 12 years old she started a quote-unquote relationship rape <laughs> she's just a nasty evil witch and uh they got caught um she got sentenced to jail for like seven years had his baby in prison and then when she got out they got married and they were together almost 15 years they separated in 2019 and then she died in 2020 I don't know from what um but girl she died from cancer oh girl girl and she was everywhere like I recognize her name a lot I don't really know a lot about um about Billy Falu is that how I, I don't know how you pronounce his name I'm so sorry um I don't know a lot about him necessarily but I would see her on magazines a lot and I was like that's weird <laughs> that is weird as hell as just as, as a young child being like that is weird as hell and now that I'm adult I'm like you are burning up <laughs> you are frying in the bad place I can't wish I, I could not even begin to tell you how badly that that just like burns me up let's <laughs> just hear about this woman so when I found out that this movie is basically that but like a little bit deeper, I was like, oh no. <laughs> uh, so this movie, May, December, is kind of like a fictional take on it where an actress played by Natalie Portman goes to um, the, what is her name? The Atherton Views House <laughs> in Savannah to research their lives because she is supposed to play uh, Gracie Atherton U. And um, she's supposed to play her in a movie uh we have to talk about the quality of the movie <laughs> yeah i'm we, we're gonna get into that because it reminded me of several movies of this vein mm, yeah. um and we're gonna have to i feel like we're gonna have to talk about these movies like what the movie she was making actually is and the the type of movies based on these true uh true life events yeah the to die fours the i Tanya's, the um eyes of tammy Faye, mm -hmm. like that those particular types of movies we we gotta get into that a little bit my goodness yeah uh and those are movies are movies that were like 
in theaters, I believe. I, at least I mm-hmm. and Tammy Faye were, and I saw you as, but like <laughs> some of this was looking straight to TV. <laughs> it was not going anywhere else. So this is set in 2015. The family is has been together, or at least Grace and Joe have been to quote unquote together for like 20 some years now he's a grown man but he is deeply emotionally stunted and I don't think he really sort of realized that until this actress comes sniffing around which like she almost seems like she could be like a a good source of um I don't know like a confidant almost or just kind of like help him work through it but then she also has her nefarious uh motivations and just is just as bad (laughs) if not worse like you know this man been going through shit for like two decades girl but um yeah so the cast is Natalie Portman Julianne Moore Charles Melton Corey Michael Smith uh and then like the kids and other people so the main cast is those four um I mean Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore like duh We all know who they are. They, I believe, doesn't Natalie Portman have an Oscar? Um, probably. She does. I don't know for what, but. It's probably Black Swan. Or oh, the, so? it's definitely not the Lucy in the Sky. Um, when she took a dump in her own, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's, I feel like it's for either Black Swan or um, Jackie. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. I don't know. Okay. So she was nominated for Jackie, but she won for Black Swan. And she was also nominated for Closer for Best Supporting Actress, which that movie is terrible. I just want everybody to know that's a terrible movie. <laughs> I cannot believe so many of you like that movie. Um, and then Julianne Moore has won for, I just looked it up. She won for um, a movie called Still Alice, which I have not seen. But oh, okay. she's a pretty prolific actress. She's kind of, she's one of those people where you're just kind of like, oh yeah, Julianne Moore's here. <laughs> like, like she's just one of those type of actresses where I was like, damn, I never even kind of Googled her. I don't know how old she is, but her, we had to talk specifically about her performance because my God, I've never heard Mary Kay Letourneau talk. Um, but if that's what she sounded like, that was the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. It was so, that lisp, was offensive <laughs> it was offensive to all of my sensibilities every last one of them and that's not to just like that's not to talk down on people with like speech disabilities or anything like that but like oh my god <laughs> it's like lady I don't like it it was like some sort of it felt like really what's the word I felt like another layer on top of the nefariousness of her personality a little bit because it was like kind of childlike Yes, and I was like, Um, yeah. That one thing I was the two times that I watched it, I was wondering if that was a more pronounced thing, Mm. Um, like having a list, but she kind of exaggerated a little bit more to seem more juvenile and disarming to those around her. Mm -hmm. That she can bring people in and you know keep them content in in her orbit basically yeah um and not really seen as much of a threat as she is yeah yeah she's very like 
I don't know. I guess juvenile is the word. I mean, she's not walking around in pigtails and stuff, but she just seems so like, and she's supposed to be, she's like 20 years older than him or something. So like, she's supposed to be like in her like late late 50s, 50s. early 60s, mm -hmm. maybe. <laughs> like, oh God, it's so bad. Oh God, it's so bad. And then, okay. Back in July, when we both watched Barbie, Mm -hmm. I said something very, you know, I had a very strong opinion about certain actors from a certain uh, television program or it's not program, but channel. Uh, yeah, I was basically like, listen, your CW actors are not coming. They're not bringing it. They're not doing the mall tours. They're not suffering for their art <laughs> the way some other people have in the past. And that's not fair. I will say that that's not fair. Um, cause I've seen Charles Melton in the sun is also a star. He was fine. It's just a basic, yeah. basic ass YIA type drama. Isn't that John Green? Is that John Green? No, it's, um, a well, woman. It's okay. a black woman. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay. I'm so sorry. I do not mean, I did not mean to insult you like that lady. <laughs> Nicola, Nicola Yoon. Is that mm -hmm. who that is? Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry, my bad. I would never discredit you like that by saying you are John Green, but it has a feeling. <laughs> it just has that sort of very quick, light YA fiction. But um, yeah, I watched that movie because I mean, he's hot. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like, I'm not gonna pretend like that's not why I watched it. Um, and yeah, the CW thing. When I say that, I just mean like you got your actors who just act because somebody told them that you should act. It's not like they have like any sort of real like interest. They don't really like, they just don't give off that sort of like, I have a, I have grand designs for my career. They're just kind of vibing. <laughs> you can just tell that a lot of people have been casted to be pretty. And I understand that that pays your bills. And a lot of people in Hollywood have been on soap operas and gone on to win Oscars and all kinds of shit. Like that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that just, that genre of actor is just so people want that and then they want them to have the talent of someone who's like a theater actor <laughs> and it's just not correlating for me <laughs> I don't know how do you feel okay I will say this you know what a lot of people were on CW a lot of people act you know you you know it's a lot more Katie Holmes is oh gosh out there like Look at look at that filmography. Which bless her heart. Bless her. Bless her. Okay, but we won't, we won't a, hate too much because she got sidetracked with that man. Uh, she got caught up. I understand. Yeah, like but sometimes. at the same time, pre getting caught up. Uh -uh. Um, there's not a you know you got the Joshua Jackson same thing. It's just not for you, baby. He out here. He out here doing a lot, and I want him to stop. I want him. I want him stopped. <laughs> you know not. Some people are just TV actors and some people are starers. There's starers. They're stars. Yeah. Um, and you kind of have to test your metal with that. Um, and right now, I'm sorry, the way, you know, the star making machines are working. It's not a lot of stars out there. Mm -hmm. There are just a few people that pop from CW. And maybe it's because you're not producing enough, you know, works enough tv shows giving people enough chances to do things and to grow in their art but it's a lot more katie holmes is out there than george Clooney. even george Clooney. i don't say think he's a great actor uh 
but just really charismatic. I don't really know if I am jumping at George Clooney's like anything. Although, what movie he was in? A movie. Let me look it up. I don't want to do too much for Katie Holmes. She's been in some things. She was in fucking. Apparently, she was in Coda. Did that win like Best Picture or some shit? I mean, like, that's for <laughs> me. It's it's teaching Miss Tingle in The Dark Knight Begins, like the, the uh, Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Batman begins. I always like, wanted to watch that Pieces of April movie, but I never really have ever. It's on Tubi. Is it really okay? I might mm-hmm. kind of slide on by. And she was in Go. She was in the Ice Storm. I haven't seen the Ice Storm. Uh, yeah, I, she. Yeah, I heard. I heard it. It hurt. It goes it's off. It's it's good. I heard it's one of my favorites. A <laughs> little bit of a little swinging action going along there. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, a oh, girl. I don't know. Like, I just want to say, like, like, and I don't want to make it seem that I disrespect anybody who's worked on television because it's hard out here sometimes you just gotta use them abs and pay your fucking rent i get it i get it <laughs> and it's that's fine and i watched riverdale i started watching it got a little it got crazy once betty or whoever had them tw- or her sister had them twins and i said i can't really be a part of this anymore because i don't know what the fuck is happening anymore <laughs> on this show oh yeah and charles melton was on that show i think maybe i don't know when mm-hmm. he replaced Reggie, not Reggie Butler. What's that guy's name? Um, something Butler. Oh, what is his name? I don't know. He's also fine, but like I haven't seen him in a while because he stopped doing Riverdale to do 13 Reasons Why or something like that. <laughs> I ain't seen him since. But you know, I don't want to hate on you know your working actors. We just had a strike. Like that's not what I'm trying to do. But I was just saying, like, you know, I can tell who who's in it to like you know, get paid, maybe get come out with a skincare line or two and and go away. <laughs> and then, you know, I could tell he was kind of in the long haul sometimes. I wasn't really prepared for this. I didn't know he was, you know, out here making moves like that. But, you know, I just, I don't know. I just, you know what I'm saying? Do you know what I'm saying? I know, I know. Does everybody understand? I'm, I'm speaking from my heart here. I'm just trying to say. I'm just trying not to be a huge bitch. But he I will eat my has words. star power. He is not a John Krasinski, um, <laughs> who is a TV. I'm sorry, he's not a John Hamm. John Hamm is a TV actor. Oh, he John, needs to accept that in his heart. Everybody else do too. John Hamm needs. John Hamm needs a good writer, and I don't know who that writer he's is. But never getting that. I, <laughs> Well, I don't know if Matt, I don't know if Matthew Weiner or Weiner, I don't know if he's ready to do the big screen because his last thing after Mad Men like flopped and that was a television show. So I don't, I don't know, but I'm just ready for somebody to give John the writing quality he deserves because we all know he can fucking act, but I feel like he doesn't want to do the dramatic thing anymore because we already haven't seen him do the dramatic thing for like six or seven years. Like we know he can do it. So like, I feel like that's why he keeps picking these comedies, but like John, call me. I, I want to step in. <laughs> I feel like you're being disrespected. I know you're on a uh, new season of Fargo. Um, you got nipple rings or something? I don't know what's going on there, but I'm gonna tune in when I have the brain pat- like capacity to tune in and accept you with your fake nipple rings. If, but you know, it's just kind of one of those things. You're just like, because there's another thing too. Not to harp on too much about this, but there was another thing too on Twitter the other day of talking about like people want to see people with like normal teeth. And I was like, every time we talk about people with like, because I'm sorry, sometimes you're watching an actor and actress and you're just like, that face is not moving anymore. It's not moving. Why are you 
you have to be able to give expressions. That's part of your job. And you've frozen your face to a point where your eye, like this don't move, your forehead don't move. When you re raise your eyebrows, like you don't look surprised. You're just kind of like frozen in time. It's scary. Like I just, ugh, it's so bad. And so when people talk about normal looking people, like I get it because the people who are giving the, the performances, like they look like fucking normal people for the most part. And then you, but then you talk about it online, like, yeah, we should have normal people and people like, no, we should have hot people. They should only have hot people on TV. And I'm just like, okay, well, that's why everything sucks. <laughs> that's really why everything sucks. Cause some people just been coddled cause they have beautiful faces. Like we're not getting to the meat. We're not getting to the quality. Nobody said, hey, can you show an emotion besides like bedroom I mean, eyes or whatever? <laughs> we're getting back to that. They let um, Glenn Powell act, so. I don't like Gwen or Glenn Powell. I don't think I don't like that. Yeah, I, I mean, Looney Tunes will have a ball with that. So, <laughs> like. I don't think he looks normal either, though. I feel like he just looks like he's also made in some sort of lab, like the Marvel is. TV lab. It's Not a lot TV, of faces but... out there. People be having a But face. you know, like I'm talking about like the 1970s, like that grit type of type of look. Uh, yeah. You know? Like, like, yeah. Have... He just came in from down the street. Down if the you can give a men's health interview about your gym routine i'm not talking about you i'm talking about normal motherfuckers <laughs> like give us the normal ones but they don't want that because they just were complaining about uh carrie washington and tony goldwyn how we are too into in into both of them unless like hey we just like watching them tongue each other down like we don't we're not saying that he's finer than her husband that we haven't seen since like 2020 like we <laughs> we're not watch talking about that why still we love we haven't talked about that movie on here but that's a good movie um, but I'm just saying, I just wanted to kind of eat my words a little bit. Like he does a good, Charles does a good job. I feel like some of y'all keep saying y'all want normal people and y'all really don't. And then when you get the not normal people, then you have to accept their shitty acting. <laughs> and it's just like an endless cycle of trash. And I feel like he does a good job here. Um, he definitely put on weight, which I was like, wait, that's not what you look like. <laughs> on a normal day because he's a he used to be a football player apparently hmm. um i don't know how like tall he is or whatever i don't know what position you play because that also determines how big you usually are but he did a good job of playing somebody emotionally stunted and somebody said maybe it's because he's been on riverdale for like the last decade or whatever playing a teenager and he's like 30 something i googled him and i was like man this kid's gonna be like 24 or some shit like that and it's like he's like 31 or something and I was like oh that's that's shocking <laughs> that's actually really so they had you play like a high school senior for like a good chunk of your career bless up we, it's time to we're moving on up now Charles you can't go back to high school ever again let's just say that he's not allowed yeah. How do you feel about him? I feel like everybody thinks he's like the standout. Um, To me, he was, he's the, the heart of the movie. Mm -hmm. um, you see the, him processing what happens. It, you see him process it in real time. Like, you know, really taking time to think about where I am in my life. What happened to me, you know, all of my familiar relationships. Um his performance is like one of the keys to the film mm -hmm. um that makes it so weighty and heart-wrenching uh -huh. 
when he reaches the moment to ask the like ask important questions. So I, I really enjoyed his performance a lot. Um, and I, I was kind of surprised by it. You know, I I will admit that I do have the CW bias that, you know, <laughs> you know, you might get an Adam Brody in here. Those, you know, teen show actors. You Where know, he at? Last time I he saw is him, Shazam. Um, no, that's not Adam Brody, is he? Yeah, he's one of the Shazam kids. What? He's like a grown man. What the? What? <laughs> the Shazam, when you say Shazam, you turn from a little baby to a grown ass person. That's oh. how Shazam works. So they Shazam, said Shazam, the superhero, is like a five year old boy. So they like but, tell the the man that played Chuck, like you out here wilding on the internet, like chill out, my guy. Um. Or he's just one of many Shazams. He is the Shazam, but it's also other Shazams, his siblings. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's why I wasn't I wasn't following that. I was like they were playing. Yeah. Him like he's the Shazam. Because he's on other, other people got Shazam problems. He's, he's on the internet right now begging for a job. And I'm like, it can't be that good. <laughs> Where are you for the DC like movie universe can't be it's not that good. So like what's going on at home? <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad because Shazam was one of the highlights of the recent, like Shazam and Blue Beetle yeah, were some of the good ones, like in Birds of Prey. And yeah. I don't know what happened with that second Shazam. Um, but yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. I'm surprised yeah. I didn't do a, well, I mean, Margo's busy. So I was like, I'm surprised I haven't done another. No, because they did another Suicide Squad. See, see, they're fucking up. Yeah, the <laughs> film didn't make enough money and it was led by women, so that's probably not happening they got more problems anyway margo you could do way better you ain't gotta go back to them you ain't gotta you ain't gotta crawl back home like some people do so good for you girl you ain't ever gotta go back there again uh yeah i i mean yeah i remember uh adam brody was on the oc i did not watch the oc that was a little bit i don't know it just wasn't my my cup of tea at the time the last time i saw him was in that horrible horrible movie um, promising young woman, like why? Mm. Why was I? Subject, why did I subject myself to to you, <laughs> Emerald? And your your I don't know what you would call that, but it was not for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, Charles, you did a good job. Like I've been saying, uh, I think I, I'm not trying to think if I can replace him with anybody. Like I don't really know if that's would work here. Um, I don't know. Like, if he wasn't in the movie, would it be that good? If it was somebody else playing him, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't think that it would be as good. Yeah, I think he's like the extra. Because at, at one point, I was like, "Man, these two these two women are just doing a lot of psychological damage to each other." And I feel like I'm watching a Housewives like something, something. <laughs> because I was like, "Oh, this is just them fighting with each other, but they're not really fighting with each other. They're doing that polite fighting that certain women do." And I was like, oh, okay. And then he came in. And I was like, okay, thank God. <laughs> this was a mess. And then I also liked uh, Corey Michael Smith, who I have not seen since he was on Gotham. And I did not realize this was him until maybe three days after I watched the movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, there's the Riddler. <laughs> I forgot that was him. Because uh, he's blonde in here. And he's got some... Uh, I mean, he looks relatively the same, but he's just a little bit more grungier, I guess. Because uh, I've only seen him in Gotham. I don't think I've seen... I mean, he was in Carol, apparently. 
Hmm. And he's in first man. So maybe I just kind of, I don't know. <laughs> maybe I just didn't absorb his um, performances, I guess. I mean, he hasn't really been in a lot of TV. He's been in a lot of theater. Um, and he's in a few other movies. But yeah, I thought he was really good. I think he almost stole the show, honestly. Because I was like, wait, where'd he come from? <laughs> where did yeah. this boy come from? Hold on. <laughs> I think I also think that his character of Georgie is also a very important piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Because we will get into it in like shortly. But a lot of the film is the, you know, life according to Gracie. Mm-hmm. Like all of the information that Gracie gives makes everything look okay. Like, yes, what I did was okay in my opinion and it really has no consequences outside of my family like it really didn't affect the world around me because I have built all this up to protect myself and when we meet Georgie who is one of her sons who's the same age as um Joe because they were schoolmates they went to school together they was in the seventh grade together so cool you really get more of a feel for the actual fallout from her actions the what she did how it impacted her family and you get a little glimpse of the outside community like you get little pieces of that like how what the community kind of really thinks about her but you really get the weight of it when you meet Georgie yeah yeah he's the only one who kind of really I wouldn't say he's the most honest person. There's something going on in there. <laughs> but I feel like he is the one who just gives it to Elizabeth. That's the um, character played by Natalie Portman. I think he's the one who just like gives it to her straight. Like this shit fucked up my life. <laughs> She's psychotic and this shit fucked up my life. I don't care what anybody else says. Because that was the thing that kind of struck me at the beginning was like, everybody's talking about them as being like this happy couple and uh you know the community really cares about them and all this stuff and I was just like I mean is that what you think (laughs) did she tell you to say that like that's crazy because this is set in Savannah it's actually set really I think on Tybee Island which like as Mm -hmm. an island like that's not (laughs) that's not a really big community and then it's also mentioned that he was the only like Korean kid there. So he was like extra. <laughs> There's like an extra layer of like conspicuousness. So I was like, you don't tell me that everybody just noticed like, like, oh, y'all are just like a normal happy couple because like y'all are in love. And so your love just conquers all or whatever. And I was like, this kid is being probably being ostracized, number one, just from being from another race on this like island, probably full of white people. And then your creepy ass comes on taking advantage and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, true love has conquered all. So fuck it. (laughs) Who cares? It's all great. You know, we sold our wedding pictures to the Inquirer, whoever the hell. And that's how we have this big ass house. So like, there's all this evidence that everything is bad, but like, she's just in some weird, I wouldn't even say it's a dream world. And we... An example of that is their exchange of letters to each other. 
he wrote her a poem and it's a very sixth grade poem like it is very it's like simple it is you know a true expression of his feelings as much as he can express his feelings as a 12 13 year old yeah but he don't know he's talking about bro (laughs) you have her declarations of love to him and it's a 36 year old woman writing oh like a sonnet an ode to a little boy yeah that's it's you can see all of the the imbalance in their relationship yeah even his work like his poem was written in print and hers her love letter whatever was written in cursive see you you see you aren't doing their actual teaching lady because he should have known cursive by then (laughs) it's like there is so much of a power differential because She's an adult, and that is a child. Yeah, all the evidence of the imbalances are there, like, to easily be seen by anybody who just kind of has, like, two eyes and a brain. And that one friend of hers was like, oh, we'll just protect her. You know, don't be too hard on her. And I was like, fuck her. (laughs) She should be in prison. (laughs) Like, what are you talking about? Because I'm, I'm reading it again. I don't know if they did this in the movie, but in real life like um she got arrested and gave birth to his kid his daughter and then they wanted to give her seven and a half years and she reached a plea agreement for six months in jail um and three months no contact uh, sorry three months suspended and no contact with uh Billy for life and I don't know, like, I think after her three months, they caught her in the car with him. And I was like, lady, (laughs) you don't give a damn. You don't have any sense of right or wrong. Like, you don't think the rules apply to you. I guess they tried to say that she had some sort of, like, mental health issue or something. And I was just like, I don't, you can't now. No, you can't with that one with me. Like, I won't allow it. I won't allow you to say that, oh, my mental health says I have to just sneak around with this like 12 year old like that's that's so that's so gross like you can't do that (laughs) I won't allow you to say it so I think like in this movie she has some she has some pretty I don't know what you would call it she's got some like is it depression is it like what's going on or is it just like her being extra (laughs) because the amount of times she starts crying about the most minuscule shit i was like lady it's never that serious (laughs) and then using him to justify like why she's crying like when she when he they were grilling in the the first scene is that them grilling having like a backyard barbecue this is when they meet elizabeth and then later on uh she's in bed and he gets in the bed with her and then she's like you smell like smoke (laughs) and i was like He's like, yeah, like he no. She said she smells like charcoal, and he's like, why well, smell like smoke? Because we don't have a ga- we have a gas grill. And she's like, well, I would just hope you would know not to get in the co- the the bed smelling like smoke. And, da, 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 da. and I'm just like, lady, you sound like his mom. <laughs> you sound like his fucking mom. This whole movie, yeah. you sound like his mother. <laughs> and so- that's what their relationship looks like. Like oh. she she's parenting him. Like not even he, she's just berating him the whole time. She's like. Every time she talks to him, it's like she's talking to her teenage son. Yeah. Like, have you done this? Have you done your homework? Have you done this? Can you please <laughs> pick up after yourself? Do you mind dropping 
your kids off at work. Um, yeah. Like she got mad at him about uh, having too many beers, which is two beers. She's like, that's beer number two. And I was like, this is a grown man. He's almost 40. Let him get lit. <laughs> as long as he's not about to catch himself on fire. Who gives a fuck? Two beers is nothing. <laughs> it's crazy. Just nitpicky. And this is in front of other people. So when the lady was like, oh, well, there's such a happy, perfect couple or whatever, I was like, are you fucking for real? Like, why is everybody feeding into her delusion? She's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was wondering, I was like, are they feeding into her delusion so she'll leave the rest of this island alone? Like, is she out here being a weirdo and she might eat your kids too? Like, what? <laughs> like what's I feel going like on? It seems like the community is just trying to, the community is actively trying to keep her busy. Oh, um, yeah. She has a, like, baking side hustle business um, where just, like, a couple handful of people order cakes so she could spend all day baking and you know not really mingling amongst everyone else Mm -hmm. uh she's really isolated in how she lives her life like she does baking she has her three kids even though one doesn't seem like she fucks with her that much um i wouldn't shit (laughs) and that is she has joe like she spends her other time telling joe what to do yeah she doesn't want to do um, people let their kids come over though, even though she's like a registered sex offender. Yeah, I was like, that's now come on, <laughs> you know that lady is is marked for life. Like y'all are on an island together. Y'all know that lady ain't right. So like, what are you even talking about? She was in the National Choir. <laughs> so crazy, and I don't even know how they're like afford anything because he's just like a medical assistant so if they didn't have that house if they didn't have this controversy if they didn't sell their wedding photos just like some tabloid like they wouldn't even be living this life because mm-hmm. their house is massive and this is why i will lend you my likeness to make a movie so i could get money for my life rights yeah is that what happened because they didn't really go into like what the terms were she actually seemed like she didn't want her there and Joe is kind of the one being like, hey, like, this is a good idea because people can understand. First, he says, understand you. And she's like, me. He's <laughs> like, understand <laughs> us, our relationship. Because she's about to be like, hit him with the, what's wrong with me? <laughs> like, he's like, he, 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 he has the inkling. It's up here. He's not using all of the brain matter quite yet because he's stunted. But he's like, yeah, they need to understand you a little bit better. <laughs> and um, I don't really know if they talk about the terms the movie seems pretty low budge yeah it feels like okay we gotta talk about natalie portman's character because the movie itself seems like (laughs) a like a vanity project of an actress who you know is on a real cheesy tv show um that she she's actively embarrassed by her like most well-known role and she's trying to break out of you know that category and move into doing films i get the feeling like she thinks that this role is that gritty um based on true events role that could push her into stardom rip from the headlines yeah like (laughs) that's the the feel that i get from her character and that seems like all she cares about um, she wants to get as much detail 
Like she's an actress doing the work. I'm studying my subject. I study at Juilliard. Like I, I am a master of my craft. Yeah, I'm going to show you. She's still in the I can't pick my role stage yet. Hmm. Like she said, when I get to the chance to pick my role, so I was like, oh, so you you still down bad. She's she's there to further exploit them. Yeah, and it, it seems like she's disgusted by it because she's like she doesn't feel like she's done anything wrong. Um, she's I forget who she, I think she's talking to her like fiance or whatever. Um, but then at the same time, she's kind of doing this weird single white female esque <laughs> thing because there's a lot of points in the movie where she's like mirroring her um, positions and trying to really absorb like how she, like her mannerisms and things and all this stuff. And um, I, I mean, I definitely don't think she likes Gracie at all, but. It's just a way to further whatever this career is that she's attempting <laughs> to make shake or whatever. <laughs> I mean, she's in commercials. That's oh, paying yeah. some bills. Yeah, beautiful breezy cover girl. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. very reminiscent. I was like, now you've done that one of them before. <laughs> I've definitely seen you in one of them. Yeah. I was wondering, I was like, is that something she's done? It's probably a Dove commercial because that's what it looked like. Yeah, it was one of those like, you know, clean and clear and all that shit. Like you, you know, do your face splashing with the water which like who does that really but you know joe's into it (laughs) poor Mm -hmm. guy and um she does a lot of research she goes to their house a lot uh she also starts randomly flirting with joe which is gross because i mean they're the same age but she knows something's not all the way there with him um, but she don't really give a shit. And she also interviews a lot of people in the community. She interviews Gracie's former husband, who I guess she cheated on him with Joe. Yeah. So that's even worse because it's and like the husband's like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like, he's he's a what yeah, he's basically like, girl, I don't know what the hell. Cause he they knew each other from what high school and got married when they were both in college, or like I guess she had maybe either she graduated high school or graduated college i forget which one but they they had known each other for a while and had kids and all of a sudden this happened and then she also interviews the pet store owner uh because they i guess Gracie had got a part-time job and then she decided that she needed a helper to help her with the store and um and that's how the whole affair, quote unquote, started. And so she gets it from, I mean, most people didn't know for the most, like, I guess that's one of the big things is like, nobody really knew this was happening. <laughs> Once it happened, it kind of like tore the the community, the community apart. apart. Yeah, her family apart. And she's just out here kind of acting like, well, I don't understand what everybody's problem is. It was like, girl, be normal. And her like lawyer is like, yeah, she just thought she could explain to the judge what was going on and then the, everything would be fine. And just like, ah! And he was like, uh, no. No, that's not um, how it works, Miss Nail. And also, he also described, like, all of the people that he represented as a lawyer in New York. And yeah. then was he like- came down to Savannah to get away from all of that. It ended up 
right back in representing gracie in yeah. her legal matters yeah Ugh. yeah i mean i felt like he was re- what representing like rapists and killers and things or yeah whatever and then oh girl <laughs> so he was looking at her like you don't know what's i mean you know you're doing wrong but like you don't seem to really absorb why everybody else thinks you're wrong <laughs> as yeah <well. laughs> like like one of his like final thoughts before his conversation was interrupted it was like you know have they woken up from the dream yet like has gracie like accepted and realized what she's done yeah because not even like i mean you've ruined everybody's lives not only your like general reputation um you've ruined your family's lives they feel weird they they down the street or whatever uh, you've ruined Joe's life. I don't know if your your kids with Joe fully realize all of the mess. I feel like they do because it's a it was a line where Natalie Portman they were like, "You're on TV, have you know? I've never met anybody that's been on TV." And Natalie Portman was like, "Your parents," and she was like, "Uh, that's different." <laughs> so. God. They are, I feel like they are aware of everything going on and they're feeling a way about it because the, the twin boy was very upset to have Natalie Portman there, didn't mm-hmm. want to really interact with him, um, her, and the oldest daughter was also like, are you done getting in our business? Like, yeah. what is your purpose here? Like, very point to conversation to Natalie Portman or Elizabeth rather. Yeah. Um, when they had a graduation dinner, when her other family came through. Because everybody's everybody's graduating. Yeah. (laughs) And her grandchild are also they're all in the same graduating class of 2015. Yeah. Is yeah, I guess it is her grandchildren because it's not Georgie because when Georgie be the same age as what's his face? He's 36. Yeah, he's, and he had a life older siblings. <laughs> a dream deferred, though, for real. Because I was like, oh, wait, shit, that man is grown. <laughs> he does not look like he's grown either. He's like a petulant, like, he's like a petulant teenager. He, his, his mom did this. Mm-hmm. And he said that he had to keep going on about life. Like, it happened, like, his mom was caught. Um, around his birthday mm-hmm. and he had to have a birthday party and none of his peers came, just one person. Like, he was ostracized because of what his mom did. And their parents are probably like, girl, you can't go over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you not going over there. She wildin'. So, um, she might not have been uh, yeah. at home. She might have been in a, in a jail cell at that point, but they're like, nah, we're good. <laughs> we're done. So that ruined his life. Um, and he was, I guess, yeah, if you're in junior high, going through junior high and high school, it's over. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's going to be with you. Like, yeah, it's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that's, yeah, I'm just kind of cluing that in because he, he, he's, he's very, um, he's angry. Like, you can yeah, still hear angry. his anger when he's talking about his mom even though yeah. he's trying it seems like he's trying to mask it but you can you could get his anger no yeah he's, he's gotta he's say very, the wrong thing to him and, and he'll snap 
he's very curt in saying like, oh no, this fucked my life up. Like, this ruined everything for me. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Very like, I guess sardonic would be the word. Mm-hmm. Just very kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm having a great time. I love my life. My mom's a predator. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like shit. Damn, I get it though. She ain't. I really, I feel for all of her kids. I feel for Georgie. And I feel for her kids with Joe. Like they, it it's a point where they had to parent their father because he didn't he didn't have an opportunity to do teenage things. Yeah. By the like, time he was fifteen, he was a father of probably two to three kids. Uh, well, three kids at that time. Yeah, because they're twins. <laughs> oh God! Yeah. I'd, oh God. <laughs> and he like he didn't get to smoke weed in high school like he didn't get to go to parties yeah he didn't get to do anything like he it doesn't seem like he really has friends like he had that neighbor dude or whoever that guy was but it doesn't seem like he has friends no he's got that one lady that he be texting and i think she's like yeah carolina yeah she's in um in Durham, I guess. I forget. They talk about butterflies. It's a big thing about him. He raises butterfly larvae or something. I don't know how you the term, but um, he's like, he's really into it. It's like the one thing he's kind of like really focused on in the movie because uh, most of the time he just sits there and watch TV like he's on another planet. <laughs> it just feels so bad for him. And Gracie is like, get your fucking bugs out the living room, please. <laughs> she has no interest in what he has interest in at all. And he, she's kind of just, I mean, it is like you would talk to a teenager. You would say, yeah. right here, get your shot out of the kitchen, please, or go pick up your fucking shoes or whatever. You know, not, not many, not as many like cuss words, but like this is kind of the attitude. And so he's texting this, texting this lady and I think he's trying to, find a way out i i think the butterfly lady was that one way and natalie portman was another way yeah he was like it's a cry for help (laughs) yeah (laughs) and i'm out of here part of like the the seed that got his this journey like that my life like my relationship with my spouse is not right and has never been right was when like Natalie Portman, when she first came over and, you know, as they were wrapping up that evening, she was like, oh, we're the same age. Like, yeah, we're 36. You know, <laughs> I'm, you know, just starting to like think about children and plan for them. And you have kids already like about to go to college. They're already in college. And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he tries to like, get out of the conversation real quick he just says you know what see you tomorrow yeah he just walks in the house he saw he saw uh what's her face at the fucking window he saw gracie at the window and i was like oh lord she got you on the shortest leash man (laughs) like he was like i gotta go bye have a nice trip to your hotel or whatever but i gotta go so yeah he's 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 fucked up it took me a while to realize like what he was doing when he was texting I think I got on like the second watch or something um, because he's texting her about, I guess 
he mentions that he is in this Facebook group <laughs> about monarch butterflies and mm -hmm. rehabilitating and raising them, the larva and all that. Um, and I was like, oh, maybe that's where he met the lady because again, you're on an island. Everybody knows who the hell you are. Because even you're like the only like Asian people on the island. Maybe there's more. It's been a while, but like, you know, who are you going to talk to? Who are you gonna yeah. who are you gonna sneak around with? If you could sneak around, and is that too much? Like your fucking wife? <laughs> it's like is that? It's so there's so many layers to his to his issues. Like I couldn't even. Couldn't really, really parse what you would do in that situation. Cause like, can you leave the house? Cause every time you seem like you gonna have a little bit of a time to yourself, here she go over here crying and shit and hollering at you. Yeah. Some shit that don't have anything to do with you. She's just, ugh, she's just a bad person. Yeah. Ugh. Great. Okay. Let's talk about Grace a little bit. Yeah. Let's talk about her evil self. <laughs> So Gracie is, she's very manipulative. Oh yeah. She reminds me of the mom from Black Swan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, she keys in on different aspects of her children and tries to weight shame them. Um, mm -hmm. in, in small ways, like your, your, your daughter is excited to graduate. She's trying to address you going to say, Oh, um, I wish I had the confidence to have my arms out like you do. Like, what you trying to say? You trying like, to say I'm jiggling? How, <laughs> how can I interpret that as like a 17, eight year, 18 year old? You're like, calling me you, fat, lady. Yeah, you're calling me fat in public, in front of a movie star or in front of an actress. <laughs> like, I'm not how, <laughs> She's not how, a movie star yet. How dare you do that? Oh um, yeah, it, no, it was it was that was underhanded and nasty. And then I think the twin boy, she talks about how he needs to eat more because he looks he's like underweight. He's, yeah, he's too small. He's gonna look like he skipped a grade and not supposed to be there. Um, so that was that one. And I think he she gave the oldest daughter a scale a, for a, graduation. Girl, not money, not a car. <laughs> <laughs> a scale that I could go to get at Target when I get my other school supplies. Like, are you for real? <laughs> She's such a nasty woman. Ugh. And then she does that thing with Joe with um the cake because the one of her customers cancels the cake order um and all future orders. I guess given the reason that she's leaving the state or whatever. And here I go Gracie crying and hollering and throwing a temper tantrum. And, you know, all Joe can do is just make her feel better in this, the, the minuscule ways that he can't because he's like, has the emotional capacity of like a 13 year old child. So he doesn't know what the fuck to say. And so the only thing that makes her feel better apparently is feeding him a piece of this stupid cake that she made because she doesn't want to throw it out because she wastes all that hard work for nothing. And I'm just like, girl, you don't have anything else to do. All you do is bake cakes and go do flower arranging and and that's about it <laughs> you don't have a social life all you have is your kids and your 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 husband kid so like your husband or whatever and so it's like what are you even what are you talking about so she's beating him and he's like oh yeah that's really good and i'm just like oh this feels so much like that scene in black swan when uh barbara hershey 
was feeding Natalie Portman that damn cake. And, and then they were arguing about what kind of cake it was or something. And, and Natalie Portman was like, I can't eat this. I'm a ballerina. <laughs> and she's like, well, come on. I ordered it for you. And I'm just like, oh, this is so dark-sided. <laughs> dark-sided. She's just sitting there. She's standing here watching him eat the cake. Mm-hmm. Like, we're not eating the cake together. I'm going to be like, okay, do you like the cake? Are you... <laughs> it's very... <laughs> like uh paralysis demon at the foot of your bed but and she's very like soft-spoken and quiet yeah because if you, and you step out of line i'm gonna start hollering again <laughs> like she she you know presents like she's well put together um she has everything in order like she puts herself on mm-hmm. um and then she just starts being passive aggressive with everyone yeah she's i i don't know if that's how she is or her former family i get the sense maybe um but all she acts she acts like they're just supposed to love her unconditionally because mm-hmm. she's like oh i want this dinner to go well and i wanted my kids not to hate me or something <laughs> it's just like well let's review why that might be <laughs> Have you considered any sort of self-reflection? I it's I truly don't think she's capable of it. No. Like I don't she can't do it. Let me see the quote. I got the quote. I got the quote. Well, I'm naive. That no, 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 not that one. I, I'm naive. I've always been naive. <laughs> no, what is it? Um it's like her and Elizabeth are talking. I forget which which section of the movie this is. Oh, it's like Okay, this is what she says. She says, oh, you just sit there and you think about your history and your behavior. That's what Gracie says when she's talking to Elizabeth. She's kind of like, oh, is that what some people do? Yeah. <laughs> just like, she, yeah, she she can't do it. It's like she can't or she won't she probably do that. Any self-reflection or self-assessment of her actions. Well, she can't she be wrong. She can't do it. She can't be wrong. What is that? Is that narcissism? What is, what, what's that about? Like, which one of the the names is it <laughs> because it has to be something it's just so oh god I mean because I don't even know how she talks to Georgie I don't know how she talks to her her former husband it can't be good mm-hmm. um and they're I mean they're older but they're also stunted so they're not it's not like she couldn't also easily manipulate them in the same way and it also makes me wonder about the people who are at her house like do you manipulate them too to come into your house and eating a barbecue lunch with them or whatever. Like, I I just, it's not right. It's not right. She's not right. Mm. No. And Elizabeth, I don't know. I thought she was normal. And then she was like, no. <laughs> no, she's, she's not. I'm not like the other girls. I'm actually worse. <laughs> she she like, is not. Like, she's just trying to get all, she's doing a lot of digging and being nosy so she can, get all the salate as many salacious details of their relationship that she can get to quote unquote inform her performance yeah i mean she seems disgusted by it in times because at one point she gets sent the casting so i guess she's like the producer of this little mm-hmm. whatever um so she's sent the casting which is set in 2015 i may or may not have mentioned that already but this is set in 2015 so she's getting the casting for the people who are going to play Joe, 
opposite horror, which I mean, they're children. Uh, mm-hmm. They're talking about, oh, my name is blah, blah, blah. And I was born in 2002. And she's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, And they're acting out like, you know, what they would have had to say is Joe. And it's just like, oh, it's so fucking creepy. My God. Um, and she seems kind of grossed out by it. But then she's just, I guess she just sees it as an opportunity. At one point, she goes and speaks in their class. Um, and the twins is a class. Like, they're acting, whatever. And um, she's in the hallway and there's like boys looking at her. These are children. And they're, she's like kind of like doing this like flirty sort of head bobbing thing. And I was like, oh, lady. Like, and then she caught herself and was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh. rein that in. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what she's attempting. Is she attempting some sort of method acting weirdness because she's talking about, you know, I'm, I'm really looking for something that's really true. And like, what else is true about? I mean, it's all out there. <laughs> you have the newspaper clippings. I mean, I guess if you want to get into the mind of someone who does something like this, like I get why you would have to do intensive research because I know there's a lot of actors who play bad people and they just have to be like, I have to like this person, like not like them in like the like them, but I have to be this person for however long I'm shooting this project or whatever. Um, I actually just watched Jacob Lordy and Coleman Domingo's actors on actors thing. Um, mm-hmm. Cause they both play the, like the fucking worst people. <laughs> Jacob playing crazy ass Nate on euphoria and then Elvis, <laughs> another groomer and Coleman Domingo is playing Mr. In the color purple. Oh, oh, he is playing Mr. Yeah, he's playing Mr. And so everybody's like, well, let me enjoy this time now because once I see him on that screen, I'm going to hate him. <laughs> and they were both talking about how they've had to, you know, inform themselves about these people and really see them as people, not like absolving them as the nasty things they do, but just trying to figure out like the, the why and and how that would inform, you know, if they're abusive or whatever. And so... um like I get that thing, but she's just kind of like a shitty actress. <laughs> and I feel like she's trying to make herself seem like she's some big Hollywood, you know, method actor, the next female Daniel D. Lewis or whatever, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Cause I was like, I mean, we let him slide because he didn't like send anybody some like dead carcasses or whatever Jared Leto tried to do that one time. <laughs> like he kind of kept it a little bit contained and he got his Oscars and he said, all right, I'm good. Y'all have fun with this career. I'm going to Italy or wherever. So I don't know like what she thinks is going to happen post all of this mess. And some parts of it almost feel like she's doing like a, de- it feels like a detective story a little bit, like with the music. It was giving. It was giving undercover. To me, reminded me of like uh, those Lifetime movies. No, that shit was awful. Like the the thing with the hot dogs. The we don't have enough hot dogs or whatever she said. Like that part, I got that. But there was a couple parts in between all of that where the score felt a little bit more Gone Girl esque. And I was like, oh, it feels kind of a little bit of a thriller. Like what's gonna what's gonna happen? Um, which is just her taking advantage of Joe. <laughs> that's really yeah all that happens how how dare you yeah you raggedy bitch <laughs> it was a hot mess 
She like you you read the poem. You you've seen this you've seen who this man is. That man is not a man, he's a child. He is at his home. You've seen how he interacts with his family. Mm -hmm. You know his story. You were like, oh yeah, he's hot. So like this is it's it's totally fine. Can we talk about how Netflix is also trying to lean into that <laughs> with their with their marketing? Did you yeah, see that Instagram uh, yeah. post? Oh God! And you know, okay, you're you have the 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 fortitude to not be online. Um, Netflix um, tweeted a, a still or an image of Charles Milton as Joe when he's looking in the mirror, um, in some kind of caption leading to like alluding to how hot he is in this role. Yeah, like staring at oh, it's like asterisk staring in awe asterisk charles melton is joe in uh may december i guess that's kind of how it went it was something about staring at him in awe and i was like first of all he's broken down yeah like the he's, clip is from when he's like everything just hit yeah like i'm never gonna be loved because everybody in this world keeps taking advantage of me and i'm trapped with this woman possibly for the rest of my life or at least for the rest of her life and like I, I it's all hitting me at once this is this is everything is so much bad has happened to me <laughs> that's what it was getting into and I was like he's not even I was like he's out here with his sad little beer gut like he's not doing well he's he's a man who just kind of let himself go and probably would have had a different life and you know been able to like leave the house maybe go to the gym she probably don't even let him go to the gym <laughs> or any of that stuff so what you doing trying to get hot for other girls or whatever like it's one of those situations like it wasn't just like oh he's kind of chunky it's like no he looks like he's just all he can do is sit on the couch and wait for this lady to call him to do something <laughs> that's all his life is and Netflix is like oh yeah let's make into a meme I was like can you take no. anything that you buy seriously <laughs> at any point like, are you going to do that with my my Astro or whatever that song, movie is going to be? My Astro? I can't say the word today. Mm -hmm. But, like, was that... Like, are you going to point out, like, Bradley Cooper's fake nose for that movie? Like, what if he... I mean... I, I, I want to yeah, see I it now. I, I want to keep the same energy yeah. because that is ridiculous as well. I saw that trailer. This is off topic. I saw that trailer in the theater when I went to go see The Holdovers, and I was like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> I literally said that out loud in the theater. I was like, who the hell is that? And this is like when he's supposed to be older and he's like tan. And he kind of was like, what's that one guy who's like famous for being really, really tan? George Hamilton? Yeah, it was like that level of orange. And he's got this like fake chin. It's a lot. It's a lot happening. And I was just like, I don't know if any of this is necessary. But now that I know that y'all are on some bullshit, I hope y'all treat this movie the same way you treat this movie <laughs> like keep it all even because you don't take nothing seriously so i'm sure not about to take nothing you do seriously <laughs> like come on but i don't know he's it's natalie's not natalie elizabeth's whole thing i mean you get hints of it because she's like oh i know what it's like now getting to sneak around with you and it's just like oh god this girl <laughs> Like it's just just leave this man alone. Like leave him alone. He 
him, his kids. They got they got some stuff they gotta go through and, and process for themselves. If you don't get the fuck out of here. <laughs> for real though, like they need to they, yeah, it was bad. And I understand like her doing her job, but she was like trying to make it into like a real life thing, which I guess is like the whole theme of this is kind of blurring the lines of spectacle and real life and real relationships and whatever the hell this is <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. And what's real love and what's kind of just like a fucked up power imbalance and all that. I get that, but <laughs> she didn't have to do anything else. I mean, if she didn't, we wouldn't have the big scene of the movie, which I was like, oh, oh, okay. What is this? Like the second person he's ever had sex with? <laughs> like this poor, this poor guy. <laughs> yeah. Because did you catch the part where the fact that he told her, he told Elizabeth, like, I wasn't good with girls at all, which, of course, not. You're, like, 12 or 13. So, mm-hmm. like, I, he's like, I didn't have any girlfriends at all or whatever. And then fucking Gracie is like, yeah, like. People, he's way more experienced than I was. Way more experienced than me because he's had. What two- the fuck? First of all, what do you mean that he's sleeping with people, two people in seventh grade? Like, I know it happens. But, like, girl, like, no. <laughs> and then she's like, I mean, he's way more experienced than me. And I was like, you were. <laughs> you live like two lives and compared to his one she hypersexualized that young man um also given that he was the only asian person in yeah. the only probably the only person of color i would um, say i mean i don't really i don't really know about tybee island and how that thinks but it's really nice it's a very affluent looking area so i would say yes <laughs> yeah so, and that was like the thing in real life too. Like people are posting pictures of them too, Mary Kay and, and Billy. And, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> she looks like something off a De- little Debbie box. And he looks like a pimply faced kid. Like, he's a pimply faced kid. And they were trying to talk about, he was like some grown man who seduced her. And I was like, yeah. Um, the nineties, like, um, like the National Enquirer, the hard tabloids. copy. Yeah, the tabloid news cycle always painted these type of stories in such a gross light. Like another story that came out in around this time would be um, Amy Fisher. Yeah. Who was the quote unquote Long, Long Island Lolita. <laughs> like this is a like a 15, 16 year old that was taken advantage, groomed by an adult man. Yeah. Who convinced like, he like yeah. 40s or something? Mm-hmm. Joey, Joey, but is he alive? I would I actually want to Google him. Um, I think he is alive and he should be in hell. Um <laughs> yeah. but taken advantage of a child and convinced her to shoot his wife. Like the the onus is placed on the child instead of the adult who took advantage in the situation. Yeah, she was 17 and uh, he was, I don't, I don't know. He had to be in his 40s because he was born in 1956. So almost 40s, late 30s, early 40s. And yeah, and they stayed together, <laughs> him and, and his wife. Mm-hmm. till 2003, he's still alive. I guess when he she filed for divorce after he got out of prison. So, but yeah, they painted her as being like this sort of 
femme fatale and i was like she's a teenager girl yeah and like this is a kid like <laughs> yeah this is a kid who was abused um who went through this whole ordeal dealing with this man and this is this is what you do to her in the media mm -hmm. you know this is what you you do to children in the media in these stories like what just is it's grotesque it's and we we kind of haven't gotten better with that no it was kind of weird some of the reactions to this movie made me feel a little like weird <laughs> um i have laughed a few but like at the same time i was like this is your new your your favorite movie of the year are you sure oh. why why is that why please detail all of that <laughs> because I know people have been going back and forth about is this a melodrama is this a comedy and I feel like there's something that said that Todd I guess didn't realize that parts of it were funny until he started editing it which I feel like the only parts that are funny are just the parts with the fucking hot dogs and then the part with the I mean just her overall kind of talking like the way of talking even though I personally find it kind of you know a sign of evil <laughs> just because I'm just like I won't be fooled by that little girl act I won't have it <laughs> and also Natalie Portman in the mirror kind of doing a reading that letter mm -hmm. from from Gracie to Joe because Joe gives it to her um, and she reads it in the same voice as Gracie. And that whole part, I was like, damn, Natalie Portman found another fucked up accent to mimic. It's crazy because that one in Jackie was wild. <laughs> Her accent in, in Jackie as Jackie O, wild as hell. Mm. Absolutely the wildest thing I've ever heard. It's nuts. But um, yeah, I don't know. It kind of made me feel kind of weird. Even like when I was trying to review it on Letterboxd, I was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I can understand that parts of this are kind of ridiculous and I, I'm, that's cool and all that. But also I'm like, I don't know if this is like a comedy comedy, like not even like a dark comedy. I'm like, this little shit sounds just sad. <laughs> like they even just yeah. talk about it. I was like, this shit is sad. Yeah. Like to me, it's just a drama. Yeah. And there can be, you know, life is funny sometimes. Like there can be comedy and very tragic moments. But I this this is not a comedy to me. Like no, this so. is this is not it's a draw it's a drama. Somebody's like, I'm worried about media literacy and I was like, uh at this point I don't know if that that little that little quip counts in this this uh in this situation i think it's genuinely i mean because some people were like why are you making i don't some people were saying like why are you making pithy comments on letterbox about a movie about abuse and i was like i mean that's letterbox like that's not that's always yeah. gonna be letterbox like half the time you know <laughs> people aren't trying to be you know the next ebert robert and all that it's like <laughs> sometimes just be like hey this is fucking crazy all right bye <laughs> I do it all the time. So I get why you'd be kind of defensive about that or protective about it. But also I feel like some people are kind of like, no, it's hilarious. I'm like, 
No. I want you to see here and outline what's hilarious about this poor man. <laughs> All of, other than the fact that he smoked weed and started busting out crying. That was sad too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh no, this is his first high and it's bad. And he's like, I don't want to make a it bad wasn't memory even... for you. And Girl. I was like, oh no, this this might be a bad memory. Yeah. Off, and, oh, no. off of one puff. Yeah. I, spun out. And his son had to be the mature person to say, dad, it's fine. Like the son had to be a dad to his dad in the moment. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause he was just feeling too much. Like he was feeling too much his life and his his love for his kids and his situation. And whoo, I got ooh. Yeah, that touched my heart. Well, I don't think he really realized that his kids were young until uh until Elizabeth said something. And then it just all kind of hit him. And I think that was happening in real life too. Like I think Billy said several long lines of damn like I wouldn't want this to happen to my kids I wouldn't think they would be prepared for something like that and then Joe has to kind of have this whole moment where he's talking to Gracie and being like hey we've never talked about this before maybe we should <laughs> they've never talked about their relationship in that way at all like they've never said like hey maybe you were young and blah, blah 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 like they've never done that he's never asked her about it if he has she's probably shut it down immediately start hollering and crying and shit and he couldn't even tell elizabeth how they met like he couldn't even give i don't think she could either, a story really. a story to how they met each other and he he had no answer for that and the answer that she gave kind of took the the blame off of her like uh, like she wasn't the person to pursue the relationship like she tried to put it back on like yeah you know we just kind of like our paths crossed one day like huh, funny cool we did it. like no yeah. no well no, she no, also no. i think she said something like well he was my son's age so he was just always around and i was like girl <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that happens so yeah that whole scene with him kind of confronting her is a lot um and you really see her true nature I guess because even if you had some sort of like questions and maybe some sort of I don't say doubt but like maybe you feel like you know, maybe she just doesn't get it or something and to that effect. But then you see how he, she talks to him and she says, who was the boss? And I was like, you were literally his boss. <laughs> you were his boss. You were also an elder. Yeah. You're also she, a member of the community that like, if something were to happen and he was in trouble, I would go to you because you're an adult. Yeah. You're an adult like, in the situation. I'm I'm supposed like I trust you because you're an adult. I know your son. We're schoolmates. Mm. You are in a you're in a position of trust. That would be in a normal adult child relationship. <laughs> but she's kind of bullying him. Yeah. As, as soon as he's like he's sitting in that armchair and then she's in bed 
And then she think, okay, well, come over here. And I was like, don't do it, Joe. <laughs> don't do it. Don't go over there. Don't get close to that lady. She gonna do something. And uh, he's like, we should be able to talk about this if we're in as love as we say we are. And she just and goes off. <laughs> like, what do you mean as in love as you say we are? Like, what do you mean? You know and what I mean, lady. <laughs> he is literally just trying to ask her, and figure out for himself is what happened to me right was that a thing that was supposed to happen to me what would happen if that happened to our kids how would you feel about that if if that happened to our kids mm-hmm. and uh, and he can't really articulate his thoughts completely before she starts shutting him down and saying you came on to me you were the boss this is all you. That's so like and you know you going to hell for that one, lady. <laughs> I I feel like I had never been as upset and mad at a character. Yeah, and I as like, I did in that moment because I was like, I'm ready to beat her ass. Like, <laughs> I was going to go down to 2015 time and beat her ass because it's ridiculous. Like you listen to what you're saying. You're talking to a child talking about you you were in charge and I was like what situ- in what situation is a child ever in charge of anything you can't even justify it if, you, if I asked that question and somebody was like give me the fucking answer you wouldn't be able to justify it with an actual answer that's why she started hollering and screaming and shit because she didn't have no real answer because she knew she was in the wrong and she knew she was in the wrong with that letter because in that letter she said something about oh don't tell anybody about this because you know what they'll do to me so you know you know that this is wrong like you know what you're doing is illegal and not right yeah so you can pretend all you want to and play dumb all you want to but i got you i got your number girl you ain't you know it if they do that scene in that terrible movie she gonna get kicked out that fucking island (laughs) if she reads that letter if, I mean, it if Elizabeth like, read that letter in the movie, they gonna beat her ass on that. You know, I think she was probably gonna push for it because she was up there giving her little monologue, and she could, you could tell she was feeling it. Like she said, "Ooh, they're gonna play this at the Oscars, bitch! Like they gonna this is gonna be the real. This is gonna be the real." I get then they play right before I accept my best actress. <laughs> oh, it's like, I will not have to be your animal doctor USA anymore. <laughs> her her career and she 36 is it's quiet for you, Miss Ma'am's like it's over. <laughs> this is her last shot. That's what it was giving. And she weird too. She when she was talking to her, the director was like, Oh, is your wife around? And I was like, Oh, so you do this. Mm-mm. No, let's let's not do that. So you do this a lot because the Juilliard education wasn't taking you as far as you need to go. So now you gotta do the extra extra. Like, don't start an affair with the the director. I feel like they already had an affair. Yeah. Take mm, girl. She's not might she gonna be on set. You know, now she's working on a movie. <laughs> She ain't gonna be here. Oh, oh, that's great. That's great. What was the thing with her her asthma? She just had asthma. I was see, she was playing too much fucking she's playing too many fucking games because at one point I was like, does she actually have asthma? Yeah, she had a little nebulizer and all that, which mm-hmm. she uses to get Joe in her in her hotel room talking about, oh, I can't figure out how to get it on my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He not, he's not, he's not, this, this part 
the brain matter hasn't caught up to the rest of him. So, of course, he gets got. Also, he's a man. So, like, even if it was, I feel like he would still get got. But, like, at the end, after all that, they're like, she's just treating it like, oh, well, this is a story. She says she he, he can still change his life. And she's not wrong. I mean, maybe that's why she's doing this damn movie. So, she could change her life. But she wasn't wrong. Like, he can still... No change i mean now his kids are grown they're gonna be at the house they don't like your mom or they don't like their mom so they're not gonna be around that much Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you can leave like go on vacation like go see them damn butterflies and he's tells her like he felt like they had a real connection and i was like oh no (laughs) i mean yeah Mm. of course like if of course, if this is like the second woman seems like you've met and was able to talk to free more freely than normal. Yeah, not sneaking around text messages and stuff. Yeah, like if this is this is it. Like, yeah, you think they have a connection. Also, she says that she's doing work to understand who you are and your story. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The only yeah. other person that he has a connection with is the the butterfly lady and she's like ain't you married and he's like uh, uh. <laughs> that shit had me cracking I- i'm sorry that maybe that part was comedic because she was like hold on <laughs> you want us to go on vacation <laughs> she was like aren't you married and he's like uh, mm, oh, uh, oh, oh. <laughs> i know it's a bunch of dots yeah <laughs> and no no message and he's like well let me close that message forever <laughs> put that message on mute and yeah he is just he's trapped it's sad to see uh because you know they have their graduation the babies graduate and he shows up and he's like happy tears but also like like damn this shit is this might be for life it's like well at least my my kids get to hit milestones that i haven't had a chance to hit yeah, they got to go to prom or not prom. Well, yeah, prom. Um, graduating, smoking weed. I don't know if they got girlfriends and boyfriends or whatever, but maybe. Yeah, they um, like the little butterflies that hatched that morning. Yep, he had his butterfly, sent it out into the world. Who knows what's going to happen to it, but at least he got the hell out of, out of there. <laughs> and I mean, there's nothing really you can do after a certain age. Like, you got to let him live and stuff but you know i guess they made it uh you know on his sad decrepit life (laughs) he had to lay down his sad life for theirs but i don't know i mean he didn't die but yeah it's not good and i also had that weird ending not ending but like that weird last conversation with elizabeth and gracie or because georgie had told her that that her brothers, that Gracie's brothers were like sexually abusing her. Mm-hmm. And then like, they didn't know if that was true. Like Elizabeth doesn't know that is true. I don't even know if that was true because Gracie said, oh, like Georgie tells me everything. He told me that he told you that. And that's disgusting. That would never happen. Cause I'm not an insecure person or whatever. <laughs> that's something lied about insecure people are dangerous. Thank God insecure or whatever. Like, mm-hmm lady you know stab her <laughs> next like got a little, got a little scary and, and elizabeth's like oh shit 
I thought I had her. Mm -hmm. Which I guess if you, because that's a big thing with like, I guess with abuse perpetrators is that they've also been abused. But then we don't know if that was true because George would just be saying shit. Yeah, he told her that after um, he it tried to blackmail her into giving him a job on the movie. That part was also funny. There, your comedic part. That shit was actually funny. He's like, I can do that job as a music supervisor. Mm -hmm. I was like, do you think she got the pool to do any of that? I mean, I guess if she's producing this little movie that they can't even afford to get cast sweatshirts. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they're going to really do. They're going to pull some kid. Not really a kid, but they're going to pull some man on his random ass island and say, Hey, do you want to pick out the movie or the music for this movie that's airing on Lifetime? Mm-hmm. Well, this might not be Lifetime. Okay, where do, you, where do you think it's airing? It's a Netflix original. <laughs> that's what y'all deserve. This is, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a Netflix original. It's, it's not coming. Well, it might be on Max. It's one of them secret movies that you'd be like, this can <laughs> this is it seems you it it seems like if this is like a, a bygone era this would be like on someone's television program like an abc or something it, it might be like a showtime original movie you know <laughs> where showtime. it you know like they just play movies like a showtime like, going that far <laughs> <laughs> I like a Showtime original, like a movie that just debut on the channel. I feel like this period. Is... But do you know, because like Law and Order like to do a lot of rip from the headlines kind of stuff. They were doing well, a lot. They sure as fuck do. They did they still do that? Prop? Yes. Oh god. <laughs> it was like a TikTok murder assault thing before. All right. All right, Dick Wolf. Yeah, I'm sorry guys. I'll be watching SVU when I'm watch packing. Shit. and doing stuff listen so. a good eight hour marathon will get you together <laughs> oh for the holidays please i'll sit there and watch every last one of them i don't care but uh this movie that she gonna be in is not going to theaters that's not no mm -mm, it's not gonna be well i mean streaming things are now oscar eligible so i mean maybe somebody else she pity on could her. win a spirit shut up <laughs> Let's not, do, let's not do the independent spirit wars like that. The best independent cinema. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing with her in this movie and talking about, oh, let's do the take again because I feel like it's getting real. And I'm just like, how what real do you, mean? How you, real do you need it to be when you're acting against a child that was born in like 2013 or whatever, or not 2013, 2002 or three or whatever. Mm -hmm. She's like, I really feel this. It's, it's, it's true. It's getting real. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that shitty outfit on. I'm like, girl, it's this wig. Yeah, this lipstick. It was all looking very tragic. Mm -hmm. I don't have the the right movie to compare it to, but it, no, <laughs> no, girl, it was bad. And the, I feel bad for the actor having to do the line. <laughs> Talking yeah. about she could play with some snake or whatever. I'm like, oh, it's not that kind of snake. I was like, no, 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 no enough, no. enough. <laughs> you're you're done. <laughs> that I mean, I feel like that's all the the scene that like 
I mean, without getting like too needly or whatever into the nitty of the gritty, but it's, uh, it's it's a heavy movie, guys. Like, yeah, I don't we know. we talked around a lot of things that happened, but you know, we like Joe's realization of what happens. That scene is heartbreaking. Like, you see a, an adult man processing what happened to him and his teens, and how it's ongoing. Like, it's still happening in that moment, and mm-hmm. trying to have a conversation with the person who assaulted him. Mm-hmm. Um, and can't do so properly like he's not going to get what he needs from being around gracie and you're watching that yeah and he knows he's not mm-hmm. so he's just stuck with her until i mean in real life they got they were separated i think she died before they got officially divorced and i think he was at her deathbed which mm-hmm. child, but i mean that is the mother of your children so what, what you gonna do but um i mean in I guess you would hope that he has the strength to eventually divorce her, but also he talked when I forgot what he said to Elizabeth, but he said something about like I can't do that because it'll kill her. Yeah, and I was like, well, maybe that's what you gotta do. <laughs> that might be your only way to freedom, my guy. <laughs> so, um, I mean, you hope that he'll get better, but oh man, this doesn't look like it is going to get any better and they're gonna be stuck yeah. together you don't have the kids as a buffer yeah it's just the two of you guys oh in a big ass house she ain't got no job just hanging around you all day oh god you feel for him mm-hmm. didn't have to be that way but her evil ass decided that it had to <laughs> so mm-hmm. eh, gross but yeah i don't know if i would recommend this i'm still kind of on the fence about how i feel about it in general i don't know <laughs> i've been going over this for like a week i was like i really don't even know like how i feel because the first time i watched it i was like yeah girl what <laughs> so, i don't know and and a lot of people i feel like the person i remember talking about this like early 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 in the year was mariah e. gates and she said that charles melton should be an oscar winner <laughs> and so i don't know what's gonna happen apparently he got nominated for a golden globe i don't know mm-hmm. He he might be on the trail. Best supporting actor. So he's got a lot. He's already won a Gotham Award and he's already won, I don't know what a celebration of cinema and television. I don't know what that is, but um he's got a lot of awards incoming, or at least nominations incoming. I didn't watch not watch. I did not look at the Golden Globes. I didn't wanna I don't wanna it's the end of the year. I'm trying to keep my sanity. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna court, I'm not gonna court any of that. But um, I mean, it, it looks like he's gonna do a pretty good job. But we'll see. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know if I've seen as much like praise for the actresses for Julianne and for Natalie. Have you seen anything? Um, not no, not really at all. Um. He has been the focus of the praise for the film. Like they, they were like, "Yeah, everybody's doing a great, great job." But Charles Melton was like the standout. Yeah, that's what I've I've heard. So, um, and I, I mean, I feel like you expect them to do a good job. I did see Hannibal. So, which is Hannibal? Which Hannibal? Yeah, where Julianne Moore played uh, Clarice uh, Clarice Starlin. Oh, the television show. No, the movie Hannibal. Oh, oh, maybe where that's she's a Clarice. Yeah. Okay, so. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, no. 
Okay, wait, wait, wait. I mean, let's not let's not do too much. <laughs> let's not do too much of my girl. She was in Children of Men, so like, let's not let's not be too hard like harsh on my girl now. Like, oh, I enjoy her as an actress, but mm, girl, yeah. Mm. Um, I forgot about that movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, can we go see that for my birthday? <laughs> <laughs> see, I've seen um I've seen Science of the Lands and I've seen Red Dragon, but I haven't seen that one for some mm-hmm. odd reason. In the theaters, like yeah. There's no fucking way I would have gotten to see this in the theater. <laughs> There's absolutely no way. So uh yeah, not sure about that. But she's I mean, she's at the very least, she's like a box office draw. Like she's been in some pretty huge fucking movies. Uh, and Natalie Portman is also, I feel like, been in a lot, although I haven't seen her. Mine is the Outer Space Poop movie or Diaper movie. Is that the one where she's like? Yeah, she's an astronaut who drove across the country, wore a diaper, was about to kill a man or a woman because uh, her partner broke up with her or was cheating or something. That's wild as hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, she, the last thing I think. The last thing I saw her in was Thor Love and Thunder, which was god awful. But that's not her fault. <laughs> that's genuinely not her fault. <laughs> um, and she's going to be in something called Lady in the Lake. She's going to be on TV. People are doing TV now. Oh, wait. Lady in the Lake? Yeah. It's, it's an upcoming limited series based on the novel of the same name by Laura Lippman. It's set to premiere on Apple TV+. Plus. Um, I have never... I feel like I've heard of this, but maybe I'm heard it, I've heard of similar titles. So I don't know if this is gonna be any good. Um, and it doesn't have a, like a release date, so I'm assuming sometime in 2024. God, 2024 is upon us. That's not a real year. Just like 20. No, that's super fake. Yeah, after 2022, I was like, actually, I won't be accepting any more of these numbers. <laughs> like, once we get to 2026, like, what are you even talking about? That's not real. 2027? Fuck that. <laughs> None of that is real. Um, but yeah, so I guess in a few months, we might be talking about uh Charles Melton on the stage, maybe. Yeah, via Oscar winner. Yeah, maybe. We we might. I don't know. I feel like they'd be teasing these children because they did Austin Butler wrong and they did uh, Paul Mescal wrong and they like did they here. do they I don't know if they did Austin. You know what? Did <laughs> uh, I mean, hey. <laughs> no, you know what they did? They did do him wrong because they made him do the step and repeat at the AARP whatever whatever's. <laughs> And you only do that type of shit when you really want to Oscar, bro. And he showed up everywhere with yep. his voice, his uh, uh, Elvis voice. And his voice is fucked up still. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Mm-mm-mm. Jacob said, hey, I only know this man from Lilo and Stitch, so we good. <laughs> <laughs> he did re- read a book about Elvis, but I mean, anyway. Um, I mean, I don't know if we have any recommendations. I know you want people to watch safe yeah i would recommend safe um also that is kind of a difficult watch depending on how you feel in um for me as somebody who lives with a chronic medical condition uh kind of got uh, touched a little bit in my heart a little, um, bit too li- a little bit too live for you yeah like you know having 
some mysterious symptoms and you know cannot get answers for them and you just be like what the fuck <laughs> so like yeah safe uh, kind of got to me because I, I I understand I get it um I am seeing that hey Haynes I'm seeing that Haynes has said that the film was partially inspired by Persona, which is an Ingmar Bergman film. Mm-hmm. I can uh, see that. I have not seen Persona, but I have seen it mentioned a couple times now, and it is a Swedish movie. Um, I'm seeing some some things about psychological horror, duality, mm-hmm. identity, personal identity. Um, so I mean, that seems right up my alley. Yeah, it if you watch Persona and you watch this, you could you could see it. You could see the growth or the thread between the the evolution of Natalie Portman's character of Elizabeth, how she begins the film wearing black, having bangs, and takes on more and more of um, Gracie's personal styling and mannerisms over the course of the movie like her she changes as a character over the course of her trip there yeah she does. like not in the ways like of course characters change over a film and character development but you can see how she has kind of taken on her mannerisms and taken on aspects of her personality yeah um it's like it's not her necessarily that's like growing or changing. It's her kind of mimicking this woman mm-hmm. and her fucked upness. So yeah. So like yeah, you can watch Three Women too by Robert Altman. Altman is good as well mm-hmm. about three women who spend time together and their personalities um, and identities become intertwined. Is when people cycle sync, sync up or whatever. Is that what happens? No. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought. Actually, I do know why I thought of that. That happened in, to Derby. Like when I was in Derby, that actually happened to a few girls. They was syncing up and stuff. And I was like, wow, we really need to stop spending so much time together. <laughs> That's starting to get weird. So, yeah. Um, yeah, Persona is interesting i don't know if it's streaming i have a strange feeling. it should be on criterion okay okay criterion please send me a coupon girl i would like one um and it's on max as well as much as i talk about max there's some some deep cuts down there yeah that. they still have some of their T- uh, tcm movies yeah. available they took watchmen off today uh, <laughs> apparently uh. To be banished to Tubi, I guess. Yeah, that better that better pop up on fucking Tubi. Yeah, God. <laughs> or Netflix. What a life. Or Freebie. <laughs> Somewhere, <laughs> someone come rescue all these wayward HBO Max <laughs> originals. Uh, so yeah, so that's it. That's May December. <laughs> I don't even know how to close this out. Just so like, like, damn, my spirit's broken. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But thank you guys for listening to this episode. And thank you for listening to us for another year. Um, We really am, are appreciative of all your support. If you do listen, um, just thank you um, for giving us this opportunity. Um, Really hate to end the year on such a 
a down note of a movie. Um, but you know, we love cinema here. I'm yeah. doing my cinema hands. So um, the my, my cinema. Yeah. Um, you know, y'all know. <laughs> but is you know, we just wanted to share our thoughts on a, a movie that we feel is worth watching. Um in some capacity. Like yeah. it's it's not a film for everybody, but if you are okay with, you know, tackling these topics, it's a film to see. Yeah, I would say, I mean, at the very least, like maybe if you're one of those people who says like, oh, everybody's talking about it, let me watch it. Maybe that's something you decide to do. Um, it's not like some uplifting, like ha 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 comedy, but you know, you might find some parts of it darkly funny, I guess. Uh, but let us know if you liked it and uh, you can email us at backgirlfilmclub at gmail.com you can hit us up on twitter blkgirlfilmclub instagram uh, and other places at blackgirlfilmclub um, all of this will be in the description box and you can you know follow find us through our link tree mm. else thank you everybody who listened our spotify unwrapped was really cute uh we have fans in australia which means britney is gonna have to be nicer to the people of australia <laughs> i recognize our australian fans and thank you guys for listening she was so considering doing an accent just now you can fucking tell <laughs> she was it was going through her head right there <laughs> well i'm glad we y'all don't have to be subjected to that for uh this year but who knows in 2024 i might my collection I might debut my Kiwi accent, you know? No, that's why your mic cut out. That's why your mic cut out. It was a wrap. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's it, I think we're going to go. Um, have a yeah. good, safe new year, everybody. We'll see you guys uh, in a little bit. It, yeah. Happy new year. Feliz Navidad. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.